Good day, my fellow brothers and sisters of Jesus Christ. I greet you. What an honor to be part of this ministry. Patato Online Ministries Radio coming to you all the way from South Africa down south and the point of Africa. Trying to unite with all the brothers all around the world. We are very excited and we're going to do a show. Our show is called The Bigger Picture. So what is The Bigger Picture? What's the show about? It's basically the Bible in context. Where, when, what, personality, person, people, places. Today the topic is Shechem. It's a wonderful place in now called the Holy Land, Canaan, the Promised Land, Israel. All sounds nice, but now I need to tell you it's in Samaria. So now let's go into prayer before we go further. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for this opportunity to be in your word, to open your word and to see the bigger picture, what you want us to, to tell, what, do we, what you want to tell us, Lord. Bless this message, Holy Spirit, I ask you to bless my mouth so that it doesn't come from me but directly from you. I pray it in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior. Amen. So let's go to John chapter 4. Just some background about John and like I say, the bigger picture. We'll, we have to go and see when was it, where was it, for whom was it. We're going to ask all the right questions if we read the Bible. We read it in context. We don't just take a piece and one verse and throw it this side and that side. But yeah, um, we're going to go to Shechem, but I really want to to pull the line through so that we can see where it all came together. And it's a wonderful place. So John chapter 4, it says... Now, when Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus was making and baptizing more disciples than John, although Jesus himself did not baptize, but only his disciples, he left Judea and departed again for Galilee. And he had to pass through Samaria. So he came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the field that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, so Jesus where it as he was from the long journey was sitting beside the well. It was about the sixth hour. Now the sixth hour is around about noon. A woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. So we all know that story. But let's go into context quickly. 
John tells us a story. It starts with uh, with a right in the beginning. John, we all know there's a few very important verses. Early in John, he declares, in John 1, verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Right in the beginning. That's how John starts his book. What an opening. What is in this man? In the beginning was the Word. Who was the Word? It is Jesus Christ. And it all points to Jesus. So John just says it right in the beginning. And he starts with John the Baptist. The testimony of John the Baptist. Who says, confess your sins. Repent. The Lamb is coming. Everybody wants to know. For 400 years, nobody dared. There was a, they call it the silent, silent years. There was nothing happening in the land of Israel. No prophets, no nothing. Suddenly, there comes this man out of the desert, prepared, filled by the Spirit, and declaring that they must repent. The Lamb is coming. Behold, the Lamb of God is coming. Every, the eyes was on them. Everybody watched and they was waiting for this Messiah. So we know all the things that we're quickly going to go through. So Jesus called his first disciples. And then John 2, we get, we get to a wedding at Cana. After he called his first disciples, his mother was with the was with the married the was with at the wedding, and they got to a point there was where there was no wine, and Jesus used the water. The water was there for uh, for to wash for cleansing, and he turned the water into wine first first uh, miracle that we see then after that they went down to the temple in jerusalem and jesus came into the temple and he was he was almost f f uh, full of anger because all the things that done there but the main thing is he came into the temple to cleanse it to clean it to make it to make it clean again so the water was cleansing, cleansing. John the Baptist cleansing. Um, and then we get to John 3. And we all know this passage as well. But there was a, there was a Pharisee. Because after Jesus cleansed, the, 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 the Pharisees were, their eyes obviously was on Jesus. And the words that he said, he said and there came this Pharisee at night, at in the dark, in silent, not with everybody. He came to Jesus and came to ask him a few questions. So he asked Rabbi, we know 
that you are a teacher came from God. For not one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. And Jesus answering, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Oh, I love this John, uh, the whole book of John, but what an honor to know, to, to see the kingdom of God. Can you see it? Then you are born again, if you can see it. So then he asked all these questions, and how can you be born again? So um, then we get to a point where, where John the Baptist exalts Christ. Um, after the after the after Jerusalem, they had to go down. They went down to to the Jordan River, when everybody there was baptized. And we get to a point in John, for God so loved the world, He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through Him. Whoever believes in Him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already, because he had not believed in the name of the only Son of God. So we see all these things happening and the disciples, they've been called and they saw all these things and they heard these, these things that if you don't believe, you don't have eternal life, you must be born again. Yet all these concepts with um, baptizing people um, and then we get to, to John chapter 4. And already in a long long conversation now traveling through john we get to the little town called Sica. now when jesus entered the town we um, we heard about he was sitting at the well at the noon where he was thirsty and he asked the lady for a drink but that well was closed it was um, it was the well that Jacob, um, let me just, Jacob's well was there in verse 6. And we now go to the town of Sychar. Now Sychar is the same town as Shechem. But Sychar was the the time of Jesus, Shechem, the town Shechem, was uh, demolished and was down. And the new town built that was built was Sica. And outside of the town of Sica, a few, they say it's about a thousand meters or thousand yards, um, is this well where the lady came and drank. Uh, to get some drinks and to do a, maybe a washing and all the things that she had to do. But it was in the middle of the day. Nobody 
in the it's a, it's in the desert. Uh, nobody goes at noon to the well. They will go early, but she was the adulterous wife. She had already, as we read later on, um, she already she already had a few husbands, and and I'm sure she wasn't very famous in her town, and she was ashamed. And so, in the middle of the day, when nobody was going to the well, she will go there, but. In verse 4, we read that Jesus had to go through Samaria. And that's the main thing that I want to get at as well. Because now, if you go on, I want you to go to look at the map. We're going to look a lots of times in the maps. I'm going to try to, Google Maps is, is a very nice tool to use. Google Earth, even nicer, even better. So if you look at where... Jerusalem is about 30 to 40 miles above Jerusalem more or less at 12 o'clock right above Jerusalem is a little town called Shechem or Sica but now these days they call it Nablus but I want to show you the route I'm going to try to explain to you if you have the map in front of you and you use Jerusalem as the center, if you look around about at 2 o'clock, you'll see uh, Jericho. If you look where Jericho is, almost again from Jericho at 2 o'clock, there's or three o'clock, there the Jordan River is, there was the place that would Jesus, and was there were where Jesus were baptized, and also where John baptized. So from there on, they heard that the Pharisees, and they say, it says he had to go, they had to go, they decided to go to Galilee, they departed for Galilee, but he had to go to Sychar. Those days there were a few roads that you can travel on. From there, from Jerusalem, you can go to Jericho, to the Jordan River. And you they call that, and you go to all the way to Galilee on that route. They call that the Eastern Route. And then they had the route from Jerusalem to Galilee, they had the way to go through Samaria. And that was called the route through Samaria. And then they have that the road that can go, that skips Samaria again. So either the Jews, they was not going to go. Although from Jerusalem to Galilee, it was the shortest route. They were not going to go through they were not going to go through Samaria. Not at all. So well, they will go the long way around on the eastern route or they will go the coastal route that goes from from Jerusalem to uh, all the way to Caesarea and from Caesarea it will go to the Sea of Galilee, Capernaum. So 
That's the main thing. But it says Jesus had to go. He had to go to Sica. Now, so that's where we're going to go. Now we are in the halfway of this program already. And now we only get to our our destination, our, our place that we're going to focus on. What happened at Sica and what is the place there. So we, we learned in John 4, we, we saw that in, in uh, verse 5, that Jacob's well was there. Or in verse 6, it says that Jacob's well was there. So we're going to go a bit and have a look at where in the scriptures we read about that. So when we go to the Old Testament, we don't see the town of Sychar. We get to a place called Shechem. Now what happened is Shechem was a city, but it was destroyed and in Jesus' time. It was, and that stage it was destroyed. It was just a destroyed city, and there was another city close to it at which was called Sychar. But this is the same place, and that was between two um, between two mounts, the Mount of Gerizim and Mount Ebal. And now we're going to go and see the the meaning of the places and what happened. So we're going to go right back to Genesis 12. It's basically in verse 6 where we learn. But I'm going to read from, let's read from Genesis 12 verse 5. It says, And Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their possessions that they had gathered, and the people that they had acquired in Haran, Aran, and they set out to go to the land of Canaan. Just in John uh, Genesis 12, right at the top, so we can actually read from verse 1, but time is consuming. It's where, Jesus, where God said to him, Go to Canaan. You can. I'm gonna bless you. I will bless you. Though who blesses you, and I will uh, curse those who dishonor you. And he went, and that's Abram, Abram, not Abraham yet. So in verse six we read, Abram passed through the land to a place called Shechem, to the oak of Moriah. So Shechem is a place, and then again to the oak of Maria. We must remember that as well. At the time, the Canaanites were in the land. Who was the Canaanites? It was the descendants of Cain, Cain the Canaanites. Then, but listen what happened there. At Shechem, then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your offspring, I will give you this land. So he built an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. 
So at the place of Shechem, Abram received a promise that his offspring, he will give this land to his offspring. We read earlier, we read that at that stage, Abram was 75 years old. Just trying to see what verse it was. And he took his wife, Sarai, no sons yet. He had no sons. But he received the word of God from the Lord himself at Shechem. This is a place where we first see the, the thing about Shechem. Then we get from Abram, you get Abraham, we all know Ishmael, then it was, was, it was not the promised seed, so he received Isaac, he heard the Lord said, go and offer your son, he was faithful, he did that, and here is the place onto which he Hold. He, he received his faith at Shechem basically because this is where he really accepted the promise of the Lord at Shechem. Isn't it wonderful that this place where he built the altar, I was looking through the Bible, I couldn't see a builded altar before in, in Genesis, if I'm mistaken, I really appreciate, I, have, I also apology for that. But this is Shechem. So we're going to go and look at all other places in the Bible. But we're going to start at Shechem, the promised that Abraham got where faith started through Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the seed, capital letter seed. So we're going to start right here in Genesis at the place called Shechem. So why? go all the way to the town of Shechem now in Genesis while I'm busy reading John 4 about a woman at a well what does Shechem has to do with it the question arose to me and I'm sure to other people as well that why in the verse John 4 verse 4 he had to go to to a town called Sica. Why? What happened there? Why did he, he was leaving for Galilee, totally out of his way, up through the hard route, into the mountains. If you've been in Israel, you'll see that it's, 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 it's up and down all the way. 
I was so, so it was, it, it blessed me so much. You know, I had this picture in my mind that walking from uh, the birth of Christ in Luke, where, uh, from Nazareth to Bethlehem, I've got this desert, sand, camels, walking, although Mary was uh, riding a donkey, you know, why not a camel? You know, a camel can go through. And when I saw the, the, the when I was blessed and I've been in Israel and I saw the road from Nazareth to, to Bethlehem, I realized something that <laughs> it's, it's mountains, but desert mountain, it's, it's the wilderness, it's, there's nothing, just rocks and mountains, and you can't, a camel won't last there, he, he, he can't climb. So that was why there was a donkey. I saw the donkeys walking up a mountain, carrying loads of things on his back, without complaining, going up and down, still today saw that in Jordan, I think, at Petra. What a blessing it was. So I'm just trying to, to give you the bigger picture. So the next, our next one, we're going to look more into Shechem. So we started at, the, at John 4. Jesus departed from, from Jerusalem to the Jordan, baptizing people, his disciples baptized. And then after the Pharisees were behind him and they were getting furious at him and uh, his time was not right yet to face them all the way, if they had to depart to Galilee. And he got to the well at a lady. What was that meeting all about? And that's the thing I really want to picture in this sessions on the bigger picture is that we will read the Bible in its context and apply it to what the Lord is trying to say to us through His Word in context so that we are able to interpret it correctly, biblically, so that we can implement it in our daily lives, so that we can use it. So basically Bible interpretation, but looking at the whole of the context. And that is very, 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 very important, I think. So, we're going to end here for today. I thank you for joining us. And we're going to continue our journey from Shechem, which will be an episode to Let's close our eyes and pray to our Lord. Oh, Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you.
Thank you for each listener. Thank you for their lives. Yes, Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for the Gospels. Thank you for the Old Testament. Thank you for the whole word. Yes, Lord, that that we can open and you can open our spiritual eyes so that we can see clearly what you want us to see so that we can take it out, implement it into our daily lives and use it, use your word to honor you, to glorify you to praise you, to worship you, Lord. Our Lord, I pray that you will be with each and every listener. I pray that you will bless Patatoa Ministries, the radio and the Facebook and the website. Thank you for each listener. Thank you for Pastor Irwin. Thank you for all the other broadcasters, all the other pastors, all the people at Grace Alliance. I thank you for each and every one of them. Thank you for fellowship. Lord, we want to be humble before you. I really just want to embrace each listener today. Bring them to the well. Yes, Lord, you will go out of your way to meet us. A divine a divine appointment. Thank you for that. I prayed and we thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for teaching us, convicting us. Thank you, Abba Father, our Lord, Yahweh, for being there, for making us sons and daughters through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.